Welcome to episode 19 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is. It is. It fucking is. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, the 9th of July, 2019. He says, reading it from his phone, I've got no idea what the date is. Jesus Christ. Who who doesn't know what the date is? Hey, what sort of a person am I? Ah, I need to get get this date thing nailed down, man. But it's so difficult. It changes every day. (laughs) Changes every day. How you doing? I hope you're all doing well out there. Um, I am struggling at the minute to hear. um, Because I've got swimmers here. Uh, I've coined that phrase, by the way. That is a new thing that I've started. I think I mentioned this before. And it's still fucking going on. Um... I can't hear out my right ear. I've been various. I've been to the doctors. Um, I tried, um, first of all, some fucking idiot told me to use olive oil in it. I know. There's people out there going, use olive oil in it. That's what you want to do. Because it was blocked with water. And um, now it is blocked with water and olive oil. Uh, So thank you to whoever that person was who uh, gave me that advice of pouring more shit into my ear. Um, it did loosen up for a bit. I'll grant you that. Person who uh, person who uh, gave me that advice, I'll grant you that. It did loosen up for a bit, and then it's just completely blocked again now. Uh, so I had to go to the doctors the other day, and like some sort of fucking... I walked into the doctors, like I got a... I don't know if people are aware of this who don't live in the UK, it's free, baby. Free. You don't pay nothing for the doctors. You don't pay nothing uh, for uh, hospital treatment or anything like that. Oh, I know jealous American people out there. Uh, I know your system, fucking hell. It's a nightmare. Uh, When I went to Chicago, the person I went with had to go and see the doctors um, and get some tablets for something. And it cost about $160. Dollars! Um, yeah, so that was fucking, yeah, it's fucking expensive. So we pay for it, like, in this country, out of our national insurance, which is uh, um, like a tax on your wages, basically. You pay tax on your wages, and then you pay a little bit of national insurance, which uh, pays for all shit like that. Uh, hospital treatment and that sort of thing, which is probably why the National Health Service in this country is on its ass. Apparently, apparently, but I had to, um, hang on a minute. I'll have a bit of tea. I've started that. What a relax, relax, relaxing start to, uh, the podcast. Just taking a swig of tea. The thing is I've come right to the bottom of my tea and if I leave the last bit, it's going to annoy me. There we go. All done. Focused again. Yeah, so I had to book a um, book an appointment with the uh, doctors, um, and you have to sort of like ring up on the day, and then they fit you in with an emergency appointment, and that shite. And um, I got an appointment with the doctor yesterday. Uh, went in. My appointment was something like ten forty, and eventually got in there at about quarter past eleven because they were running late, even though there wasn't anybody in front of me. I don't know what the fucking doctor was doing in there. By the looks of her, when I got in there, it was a female doctor. I know, they've got them these days. Uh, I'm just joking, people who took that bait. 
Uh, yeah, they've got a female doctor. Oh, I know. I know. They're letting them do that now. Where will it end? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went in to see her and she looked about 12. That's the thing about getting older. Everybody looks younger. Everybody looks really, really young. And you're like, um, and not because she was a woman. She just looked young. Really, really young. And um, I just, uh, I was like, uh, you the, uh, what is this? Bring, bring your kid to work day or something like that. Where's the, where's the old, uh, where's the old dear who's going to be the doctor for me? Um, but yeah, so um, I told her my ailment, said I've been going swimming and got a bit of water in there and I've been using olive oil and she just said to continue using the olive oil. I know. Like I'd gone into, like it was some sort of like herbal remedy. You know, I've never known that where you get things to fix you off the condiment shelf at your local supermarket. Oh, I've got a broken leg. Rub a, rub a little bit of mustard in there. That'll soothe it. That'll fix that broken bone. Clove of garlic around your neck. It's going back to the Middle Ages. I swear to fucking Christ. It's going back to the Middle Ages where we're just using, like, herbal remedies. What is that? What's that fucking... Ah, oh, fucking... Where they... where they, The bullshit thing where you take pills and things like that. Um, ah, oh, fucking hell. What is it? Homeopathy, isn't it? That's it. Homeopathy. He says, pause in the podcast. And uh, just about to Google it and then hit me just as I was about to uh, Google something retarded like, what is it when you make up uh, pills and they have nothing in them? Uh, I know it's placebo, but that's basically what homeopathy was, wasn't it? Like a little bit of garlic, something like that, and a bit of sawdust in there, and that'll fix your your brain (laughs) tumour. So anyway, yes, so she didn't give me shit um a tool to help with it she goes oh yeah your ear's really blocked i know that i know that by the fact i've just had to get you to repeat your fucking self to me uh because i have no idea what you just fucking said so um yeah uh so i've got i've got to continue with the olive oil and if it's not all right in two weeks uh i've got to ring up and have my ears syringed but i'm gonna pull a fast one people I'm going to pull a fast one. I'm going to ring up tomorrow and just say, ah, oh, the doctor said. Because they don't, you know, they don't fucking keep in contact, do they? The, the doctors and the receptionists who you, uh, who you get the ear syringe in booking with. So I'm going to ring him for that. But uh, yeah, who'd have thought that olive oil would be the, uh, the, the solution to that? It makes sense, like it's an oily thing. Actually, olive oil hasn't got the best thing with me because I dropped a load of shit all over the front of my car on the way to a gig. I was eating, uh, I was eating pasta whilst driving. I know, <laughs> I got a little pasta uh, and then fucking tried to bin it in a uh, in a fucking layby. And every uh, I stopped at two fucking laybys and none of them had a bin there, uh, so I had to keep it. And I could see it happening. I just thought that's good. the olive oil right at the bottom of this packet is going to go fucking everywhere. And it went all over my front seat, which is a fucking nightmare um, to get rid of. But uh, yeah, so I've got swimmers there. So I can't hear how loud I am today or how quiet I am. There's going to be no nuance in this. That's what I'm saying. No nuance. 
It's just going to be shout, shout. I'm going to be the Brian Blessed of podcasting on this episode. So, um, so yeah, that was. Uh, it's been quite annoying. I went for a swim today, but I've I've bought earplugs. I know it seems pointless having bought the earplugs now, but I bought earplugs now. But they worked out quite nice because there was a chatty, chatty guy in the swimming pool today who just wanted to be friends with everybody, just uh, uh, standing up the shallow end and talking to everybody as they came in. Uh, some woman's face, she looked as though he'd suggested uh, fingering her under the uh, under the water there. <laughs> I don't know what he said. I had my earplugs in, but she did not look happy. Um but uh, yeah, so um, that's I'm struggling a little bit with that, with volume. Like last week, a couple of gigs last week, and that sort of thing. I had to say, if you're going to heckle me, uh, you're going to have to move to this fucking side. As when I was comparing last week, or MC and a hosting, as they say in uh, in the states. Um, but uh, yeah, so today I've had a. Uh, I had that situation today as well, where somebody came to the. Door, the old Jehovah's Witnesses, I know. And I couldn't hear a fucking word they say, which is probably good. But I didn't realise they were still going around doing the old knocking on the fucking door. And that spreading the word of Jesus whilst wearing a flowery, boring dress. Um, yeah, so I had the old Jobos come around. Hey, man, that's a hate name, Jobos. It probably is, probably is. But I had the Jehovah's Witnesses come around today. Fucking hell, man. Give it a fucking rest. Jesus. Um, they're a bit weird, the old Jobos, aren't they? Because I was, uh, let's have a look. I don't really know what they believe in. I know they're fucking religious because they look up tight, don't they? They just look up tight. They stroll around that soft, you know, little walk, like they're, um, uh, like at a Chris, they 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 look. They're walking like they're constantly at a christening, like taking the baby towards the font. You know that slow, weird, fucking religious walk that they do. Um, long dresses. They send in the women, don't they? Because women are more approachable, and then the guys sort of like hang back, judging them, and no doubt lock them in a cellar if they haven't done their pitch right with their little pamphlet they've got there, the Watchtower. But I immediately, as soon as I opened the door, I immediately thought, oh, fucking hell, man. And they always want to, oh, we just want a few minutes of your time to talk about I'm not interested. That's how the conversation went. I clocked the pamphlet, the old watchtower, and I was like, oh, fucking hell. Because normally I'd use the, uh, and it was a soft tap on the door as a religious soft knock like that. Hi, I don't mean to intrude or anything, but we want to uh, save your soul from Satan. Is that all right? I'm not interested. (laughs) I'm not interested in having my soul saved from Satan. Uh, I quite like it, to be honest. I don't think we're going to be, you know, rocking up together with the old Jobos. Me and the Jobos are not going to be, we're not going to be friendly. Friends, I don't think. I think we are, we're at cross purposes. You know what I mean? They're all religious and uptight and that sort of thing. I quite like blood transfusions if I'm dying. I think that's one of their things. Let's have a look. Jehovah's Witnesses, what they believe in. Let's have a look. Let's have a little Google and have a look at this. 
witnesses are taught that are so yeah like separateness separateness they're meant to separate themselves from society witnesses witnesses they they witness Jehovah. jehovah uh it's like a monty python sketch this isn't it jesus witnesses are taught that association with worldly people presents a danger to their faith they were crossing if they had to cross the threshold they are walking into a dangerous area coming in, in this flat i tell you and are instructed to minimize social contact minimize social contact but they go around knocking on people's doors because they need to try and find more vulnerable people i imagine that are going to fall for all their shit that's what they want that's why they come around in the day in it because they're looking for uh, people who are out of work or people on their own that they can manipulate and draw into their weird little cult. Let's have a look at this. Rejection of blood transfusions. Yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses refuse blood transfusions. Uh, transfusions? Transfusions, which they consider a violation of God's law. God put that law down all them years ago. Uh, that's... Uh, Thou shalt not have a blood transfusion that has not even been invented yet uh, when the Bible was written. Fucking hell. They don't have to come out with some shit, don't they? People manipulate. That's what they do in it. And they just manipulate, you know, their ideas. You know, it's all written down there. And they go, well, actually, what I think God meant by this was, oh, you reinterpreted what God wrote down, are you? Not that I believe in all that shit anyway, to be honest. Just some lonely old fucker, I imagine, somewhere. Some mental case, like thousands of years ago, writing down what he thought the way the world should be. And then thousands of, you know, people have been manipulated into that. And then they go, ah, actually, and then they'll split off into little groups, don't they? <laughs> they just split. Well, actually, what I thought think he meant by this oh right that's what you think so you believe in that god but you're just going to interpret it for your own purposes yeah fucking weirdo yeah so i had those come around and they got a short sharp not interested but i genuinely didn't think they were still doing that knocking on people's doors and that sort of thing these days you know what i mean i just thought you know Take it down a little bit. They're not going to get a great hit rate round here, I imagine. It's just a day out for a minute, just a stroll around. What are they doing? You know, why are they free in the day in their flowery dresses right down to their ankles like they're, <laughs> like they're some sort of fucking Victorian daughter who's been kept away and out of there, kept away from all uh, sinning? Didn't they? And they've got the same weird little fucking plaits in their hair, didn't they? And the guys are standing in the background in chinos, like with fucking their arms behind their back. That's my lady wife there. Going around, tempting young guys to join the Jehovah's Witnesses. What have they got for me? they got nothing, have they? You know, they're not going to be great at parties. It's not going to be, not that I go to parties that much, you know. All they're going to do is just read about the Bible. The most, One of the most boring stories ever told. And at no point has anyone gone, mm, I'm not too sure about this virgin birth thing. This is a little bit bullshit. 
It is one of the most boring stories ever, really. A more exciting story would be the Romans who arrested Jesus. That would be a more exciting story to tell. Or um, or Judas's story. That is an amazing story. How you uh, how you sell out <laughs> sell out one of your best mates and then fucking hang yourself afterwards. That is that is a greater story. But he's not held up in massive regard. He made Jesus happen, didn't he? Um, you know he he built the legacy. You know if Jesus had just lived on. Like and didn't die and wasn't resurrected because of what Judas did and just tailed off. You know, he didn't have that martyrdom or anything like that. He was just rambling around in his 80s going, be nice to each other. <laughs> and people going, fucking hell, he used to come out with some decent stuff years ago, but he has gone mental. That would have been, uh, you know, you wouldn't have what you had today if it wasn't for Judas betraying him and the whole coming back in three days and all that. Hey, man, I'm back now, but I'm only around for a little while. Tell people you saw me. See you later. Um, and just tailed off. That would have been a, uh, without him, it would have been a bit of a more pathetic story. Um, just an old shambling man just going around going, Remember to be nice to people. <laughs> turn the other cheek. Just uh, just lost all his powers and that sort of thing. He's just turning water into dirty water. That's it. And he's just standing there completely lost his mind. Just drinking water going, I could turn it into wine. And then just pisses himself. Ah, <laughs> oh, that would be a more entertaining story maybe. Anyway, so we had them fuckers come around today. So, uh, like, uh, yeah, I just don't... I never understand those ultra-religious people, to be honest. I just never understand them. You know, on both sides, not just Christians, but fucking Muslims and fucking Jews. All those ultra, ultra fucking religious people who just live their life like that and get controlled. That's all it is, isn't it? Even with the Jehovah's Witnesses and that, it's all fucking control. There's no religions out there that go, well, you know, just believe in yourself and just try to uh, try to be nice to each other. Everybody puts their little fucking spin on it. If you had a religion like that, that's the, that's the way that humanity is. If you had a religion like that where um, somebody... <laughs> it was just basic, like, nice, hey, try to be nice to each other. Always say hello to somebody and smile in the morning. Somebody had turned that round, wouldn't they? Somebody had turned that round. Oh, he said always smile in the morning. Uh, I think what he meant by that was after you've stabbed somebody in the fucking heart. Always smile after that. And they'd switch it round to their fucking own agenda. That's it. Anyway. Uh, anyway. That's uh, fucking. Yeah. I'm all riled up about that now. I should have told them to fuck off, but they're too polite, aren't they, those people? I think she had a fucking melted in front of me. You know, like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark when the fucking, they open the Ark of the Covenant and um, all their faces melt and that sort of thing. Oh, fuck off, you fucking boring fuck. And then they're just <laughs> fucking head just fucking melts. Uh, anyway, 
what else? Uh, what else? It's been pride, people. Pride, 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 pride in London. The gays have been out there. They've been out there celebrating the gayness on the streets of London. Uh, it's been quite a big thing this year, I think. Uh, not that it isn't every year, but it seems to be more prominent in the in the news. The news seem to have accepted the gays, and they're uh, the BBC News and all of the news have been broadcasting about gayness in London uh, for Gay Pride this weekend. Uh, I think it was Saturday. I'm not sure. I didn't go. Hey, man, when straight pride? Um, that's what people have been saying. That's what I've seen online. They're trying to organise a straight pride. Gay pride works because people in the past have been persecuted for their gayness. I know. It's, it seems a bit lefty of me and all that sort of thing. But, um, you know, people have been persecuted for that in the past. And now they are accepted is that the right word accepted more accepted yeah i remember like uh in the early 80s in that when i was growing up and that sort of thing you know it wasn't illegal to be gay but like uh they used to take a lot of shit the old gays but now they could they've been accepted they can wear those cut off jeans sales of vest tops have gone through the fucking roof <laughs> glitter is everywhere, and uh, it's a good thing. That's obviously a good thing. The only bad thing that comes with that that I've noticed um, is uh, it's become like a commercial enterprise. I don't mean like like Gay Pride in London or the Gay Pride marches or things like that, but I have noticed, like, uh, like I was on a what was I on? I was on the Nike website. And they've got LGBT trainers, like with the with the rainbow flag on them, you know. They've they've got LGBT trainers with like like specifically designed with a rainbow flag on them, and they've called them Pride trainers. These are the Pride train. No gay people are going to wear them anyway. They look awful. The trainers look awful. Gay people, on the whole are very, very well-dressed. You know, they look cool. You know what I mean? They're not going to wear those trainers anyway. But i tell you what it is. What's annoyed me about that is just how people, companies, are just commercialising something that was set up by the gay community as a sort of... I know this sounds a bit lefty. As a sort of... What's my, what's my train of thought here? Um... Just set up by the gay community as a sort of like, hey, we're out, we're here, we're we we've got nothing to be ashamed of or anything like that. And then somebody in a fucking marketing department again, like every fucking thing has gone. Hey man, there's uh, glitter sales are going up, and there's a lot of interest in uh, gay pride this year. Uh, let's do some trainers and specifically put a rainbow on it and call them. Nike Air Pride, or whatever they fucking called them. And uh, sales in those, we can really cash in on the gay community now. Just fucking let it be what it is. Without trying to put a fucking pound sign on everything. You know what I mean? Just, like, 
just let gay pride happen. It's a fucking wonderful thing. I imagine I've, I've, I've did a gig last year. I think it was last year or the year before in Birmingham. And uh, Pride was on in Birmingham. And I was walking to the gig. And I have never seen so much um, good feeling and people like just enjoying themselves. Which... Um, which is a damn fucking rare thing these days. Outrageous outfits and all that sort of thing, but they're not fucking on the street. They're not down back alleys giving each other blowjobs or anything like that that these people who want straight pride are all fucking worried about. It's just people walking. All all you'll get at pride is the fucking weirdos who are against sort of like gay people. You'll just get a low... It's not straight pride. It'll be homophobic pride. That's all it'll be. People in, like, double denim walking down the street holding hands with your fat fucking wife, skinhead and fucking tattoos on your neck and a fat fucking wife who you go, ooh, I really love her. Yeah, we're fucking straight. Nobody wants to see that shit. You want to see a bit of colour, you know what I mean? That's it. I did, um, I remember doing a gig at Heaven, uh, like last year, I think it was, which is a massive night gay nightclub in London, heaven. And there's a there's a there's a gig that runs before they open the nightclub at night, and it's like gay mecca. Uh, heaven is as a nightclub, and I remember fucking walking out, and people were queuing to get in, and there was a guy covered from head to toe in silver glitter, with silver big angel wings on the back. And he was wearing just shorts and no top. And the angel wings, obviously, they must have kept him warm. Uh, But he he looked fucking amazing. And that's going out on a Saturday night. That was 9 o'clock on a Saturday night. I think 9, 9.30 on a Saturday night. And that's just going out on a Saturday night. That's how he dresses. You know, no check shirts or jeans or whatever. Imagine how that geezer dresses for pride. <laughs> I imagine he just flies in or he's got a gold Roman chariot that he just rides around London. But uh, the people fucking saying about straight pride and that sort of thing, oh, just let them have that. You know, just let them have the gay pride. You know, they've you know they've suffered a little bit in the past. Nobody who's straight has really, you know, been arrested for, like, fucking a vagina. Or, uh, you know, or or giving a blowjob to a cock. You're not going to get arrested for that. Not unless you're charging money for it. (laughs) But it's like the people who, oh. But my my issue with the whole thing, yes, it's good to get the rainbow out there. and uh, But the rainbow's all colours. It's difficult, isn't it, choosing, (laughs) you know, if you want a new pair of trainers, you know, I just want a pair of trainers. I don't want to make a political statement about what sort of causes I support or don't support. You know, just give me a pair of trainers. And they're only doing it for the money. They're cashing in, aren't they? They're just cashing in on that whole thing. And that's the thing I don't like about it. I know the people who produce the flags and stuff like that, they're cashing in a little bit, like with the rainbow flags and that. But you've got to have something, haven't you? But a big company like like Nike or Adidas or people like that, you know, doing specific trainers, I don't know, you know, why didn't you do that 20 years ago? 
because it wouldn't have fucking sold. Because now you're doing it because it'll sell. I don't know. I just think like the whole monetization and the the the, the just like using it something like that to create and make money. You know, something good. You know, and there's everybody's looking at it. Ah, there's a bottom line here. If we add a fucking rainbow to these uh, Nike Air Maxes and then just, like, call them pride, we're bound to tap into that fucking market. I would like, I'd love to see, like, the whole of the gay community just, like, ignore wearing any of those trainers. All The only people who are going to buy those trainers, anyway, gay, gay guys are too, you know, too cool to wear those fucking trainers anyway. The only people who wear them is like white middle class women who don't want to be seen as bigoted. <laughs> so they'll wear those fucking uh, so they'll wear those fucking trainers so they can say, hey, man, I'm down with the gay community. Um, but I don't know. Oh, I just think oh, everything's got a price price tag on it these days. And everything's got a you know, everything's got a bottom line. It's weird. It's just weird. Just let them let them have that. You know, it's difficult now as well. I buy a lot of trainers. You know, I saw some multi-killer trainers or whatever, and then you've got to have that sh- shop question, uh, conversation, haven't you? With Are these for gay people or, or can straight people wear these as well? <laughs> That's it, isn't it? We're going to have loads of different types of trainers for every denomination of sexuality and gender. So... Th- you just get straight white male trainers, some Adidas gazelles in like white, fucking pure white leather. That's it. That's the way it's gonna go. <laughs> Can I have the uh, straight white trainers over there in a size nine, please? Have you got those in a size nine? Ah, uh, I'm sorry, we're sold out at the moment. Um, we've got these bisexual trainers in a size nine. Maybe you could just wear one of them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not taking a piss out of like the fact that uh, I'm taking a piss out of the marketing of it. It just seems like, you know, companies are now getting on the bandwagon, but just to make money. There's no there's no acceptance there or anything like that. You know, if you wanted to do that, Nike, why don't you sponsor Pride? Why don't you sponsor that sort of thing and give some money or give some money to fucking, you know, LGBT uh, causes or something like that, instead of just, like, getting on the bandwagon and going, holy shit, nobody has patented the fucking rainbow. So we can put a rainbow on everything and then, you know, fuck here now. And then we can make money that way. I don't know. Anyway, 31 minutes. Jesus, I fucking rambled on on that podcast. Did I not, people? Um... That is episode 19, done and dusted, bang, knocked it out there, smashed it out of the park and talked about three things. <laughs> Fucking hell, I rambled on there. Anyway, uh, I'll be back on Saturday. Uh, you can like uh, the podcast, which is at the Ben Briggs podcast on Facebook, Uh Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which you can get to through the links on my website, which is www.benbriggs.co.uk. If you want to uh, send me anything, uh, messages or um, 
uh, emails or anything like that, uh, it's all email address is podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. And I'll be back on Saturday. So I'll speak to you then, guys. Have a good week. Cheers.